Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello again, fabulous humans. I hope things have been going well in your world. Welcome to episode two of the Self-Styled Life podcast with Janelle Wiesack. I'm so glad to have you listening in. Thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode of the podcast. I've been so grateful for your feedback and your encouragement. We've been having a great time getting the word out there about self-styled life. If you'd like to support me in that, I'd be super thankful if you could just take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. It really, really will help others who might want to learn more about self-styling their own life to find the podcast. And thank you so much in advance. Today is the first of our deep dives into the individual elements of my signature framework for building your self-styled life. Now, if you did listen in to episode one of the podcast, you might remember that my framework intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. And today we're going to look at clarity and specifically the three areas you have to be super clear on when creating your own self-styled life. Clarity is one of the key ingredients necessary for creating a fulfilled and fabulous life. Without clarity on what you want and where you're going, you can waste years in your career or your relationships or anywhere else in your life for that matter, aimlessly wandering, trying different things and never feeling like you're making progress. Without clarity, it's very easy to take on things that are offered to us, new jobs for example, without actually having any idea whether they're right for us. And I've worked with too many women who have got themselves into a right muddle when they wake up one day and realise all of the things that they've been working towards aren't actually what they want, not to understand how important having clarity is. So what are these three areas you need to be super clear on when creating a self-styled life? Well, they are, one, what you value, two, what you want your life to look like if you're truly living with those values, and three, what success looks like for you. If I continue the driving metaphor that I introduced when I talked about clarity in the first episode of the podcast, being clear on these three things ensures you pack the right bags for your drive, it gives you the destination to drive to, and it allows you to know when you've arrived at your destination. Let's dive into each of these areas now. The first thing you need to be clear on are your values, or more specifically, what you value. Now, before you roll your eyes, I get it. Every coach I've ever worked with wanted me to list out my values and for the longest time I resisted. 
It took me a while to work out that my corporate conditioning was doing me a disservice when it came to values. Years of rote learning company values and then rattling those values off or which uh, value I was most personally aligned to in my annual performance appraisal had made me blind to the impact that personal values can have on your clarity, particularly when it comes to understanding what matters most in your life. For me, the aha moment came when I was asked to list the most important elements in my life. I was then asked to assess if anyone analysing my combined professional and personal calendars would be able to accurately list the things I said I valued the most. You've probably already guessed what I discovered next. The answer was a resounding no. Just no. Any human perusing my calendar would have argued that I valued work, my increasingly independent son, more work, my precious marriage and international travel. Sadly, in that order. Little wonder that when I assessed my life at around the time I turned 40, I realised that I didn't really have much of a life. My priorities were completely out of alignment with what I wanted and what I needed. And there was apparently no room in my world for the creative, connected and joyful life that I really craved. It was all of these insights that kick-started my interest in style and in blogging and coaching, as well as my return to investing in and prioritising my health. So the question becomes... When was the last time you really checked in on what matters in your life? I encourage you to look at your calendar. Where are you spending your time? And are you prioritising the things that you say matter most? There's no judgement if you find yourself in the same situation that I did all those years ago. Let's face it, many humans find themselves in that spot at some point. So please be kind to yourself if you find yourself there. If you're not clear on your values today, you can find stacks of values lists online. Just Google values examples or core values and you'll find plenty to choose from. Or you can find a list to get you started in my free guide, Foundational Exercises for Building Your Self-Styled Life, which you can access over on janellewiesack.com. Okay, once you're clear about what's important to you, it's time to get clear on the second area you'll need to consider if you want to live a self-styled life. What you want your life to look like. It sounds like something we should all know, doesn't it? But just like answering the question of what do you want to be when you grow up, knowing what we want is easier said than done. Often women find it easier to name what they don't want rather than what they do want. When I ask the question, what do you want your life to look like in one year or three years or five years, I'll usually get silence as an answer. The second most common answer I get is a version of, I don't know, but it isn't this. And it makes sense that it can be hard especially for women, to work out what we want. People-pleasing is one of the most common protective behaviours that shields women from the psychological risks of conflict and rejection. And if you've been a lifelong people-pleaser, there's a good chance you've been going along with what others in your life have wanted for so long that you've lost the ability to determine what it is that you want. If this sounds like you, know that nothing is broken here and that you've been doing a good job of protecting yourself and that you're safe to start digging into what you want from this life of yours. If you need some help working out what you want your life to look like, splitting your life up into life focus areas can be really helpful. My personal life focus areas include career, which covers both my corporate career and my coaching business aspirations, key relationships, which takes in my relationships with my hubby and our son and our extended family and our friends, growth, Growth is one of my primary values and I always want to be learning. 
Finances. Financial goals matter to me because weak finances reduce my energy. Leisure ensures that I plan for holidays and hobbies. Well-being makes sure I focus on my health. And service. Supporting others on their life journey is something that's very important to me and that's why it's here on the list. Because your life is as unique as you are, you'll probably want to name the categories to suit you. Spirituality and love are some of the other areas I see women use regularly. You might want to draw these life focus areas in a pie chart so that you can weight each area in terms of priority. You might find that each life focus area gets an equal share of the pie, or you might want certain areas to get more of the pie and therefore more of your time and attention. It's really up to you. Once you've got your life focus areas sorted out, it's time to think about what a fabulous world would look like in each life focus area. Now, when you're doing this, it's important not to limit yourself with whether something's practical or not. This is about the what, not the how. We'll get to the how when we get to the action section of my framework. But here, you're allowed to let your heart and your imagination run wild. Tools that I work with my coaching clients on when they're getting clear on what they want their life to look like include vision boarding and specific visioning exercises, including journal prompts and meditations. The final area you need clarity on when creating your own self-styled life is defining and measuring success. Basically, what does success mean to you and how will you measure your success? Now, before we get into how you might answer those questions, I have a quick warning on setting your own success measures. As I mentioned in the first episode of this podcast, setting our own success measures can be super hard for so many of us. doesn't have to be, but it can be. We live in societies that tell us what success looks like from our earliest ages. We're defined first by birth weight, then by grades, uh, the grades we get, and then later by the money we earn, and we're launched into a comparison trap from day one. And because we're never taught to work out what success looks like for us, it can seem like a difficult task when we first take it on. And like all new tasks, there's a good chance that it will trigger our self-doubt as we wonder if we're doing it right, in inverted commas, and what others might think of our choices. However, defining your own success criteria is one of the most valuable exercises you can undertake when it comes to self-styling your life because it means you are no longer looking for external validation that you are successful, and so it's worth working through any resistance that you might come up against. I encourage my clients to create a success criteria for all elements of their life, and then use that criteria to assess new activities or opportunities. The most common one is working out what they want from a job, and whether it gives them the growth they're seeking, and whether it fills holes in their resumes. But the success criteria method works for friendships, selecting learning opportunities, creative activities, you name it. And having a success criteria means that you can incorporate both hard and soft measures into your criteria. Society tends to teach us that we're successful when we have something concrete. I'll be successful when I get that particular job, or I'm married, or I have X amount of dollars in the bank. And there can be a place for these very hard measures when you're deciding what success will look like for an individual goal within an individual life focus area. But including softer measures can help you make decisions about opportunities as they arise, rather than just single-mindedly chasing one thing. Your measures can be much softer if you want them to be. They could be about where you put your time in terms of life areas, how you want to feel when you wake up every day, or when you're undertaking activities, or even the things that you can let go of in your life. 
The other thing I'd encourage you to do is take a leaf out of the book The Gap and the Gain by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. The premise of the book is to measure your progress towards any goal in terms of how far you've come rather than how far you've got to go. We'll link to the book in the show notes because it's a really affirming way of seeing your progress. Most of my clients find that measuring their success by their own standards, criteria and progress helps them build their self-belief and self-trust. And I really hope that you find that too. The world needs more women who believe in and trust in themselves. Okay, there we have it. The three areas you need to be super clear on if you're self-styling your life. And if you'd like some additional support on working through those areas, head to JanelleWiesack.com and grab your copy of my guidebook, Foundational Exercises for Building a Self-Styled Life. Okay, time to recap on the key takeaways from this episode. First up, clarity is one of the three key elements for a self-styled life that is fulfilled and fabulous. The other two are mindset and action. And then the three areas to get clarity on are what's important to you, what you really value, then what you want your life focus areas to look like and how you want your life to look in each of those areas. And then finally, thirdly, what success will look like for you, by your standards, not by somebody else's. In the next episode, we'll be diving into all things mindset related and I can't wait to share this topic with you. It's such a juicy one and I know you're going to love it. But until then, whatever you do, Stay fabulous. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to JanelleWiesack.com and grab the free toolkit, especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce, or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous. Mm-hmm.